joining us on another edition of uh, Harmony Podcast. And right now, I'm current with Mr. Emmanuel Aralu, who is one of the youth leaders at Ayetoro Community here in Ondo State, a community that is currently experiencing sea incursion and um, that community also needs um, a great intervention from different stakeholders right now. Um, in today's episode, we'll be looking at, we'll be discussing with Mr. Emmanuel who will be telling us a lot of things about the community, the people, their businesses and how this sea incursion is affecting the community and the different interventions that they need right now to serve this situation. Mr. Emmanuel, you are welcome to my podcast. Thank you very much. Kind of intro, please can you give us a bit of background to Ayotoro community, maybe a bit of history and the like? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Ayotoro community was founded uh, in 1947, January 12th precisely, by a group of prophets who were led by the inspiration of God to move from their dis- different and respective communities to come to this land, Ayotoro community, a virgin land as at that time. Uh, their call or their inspiration that was given to them it was born out of uh, the menace or the money humanity to man practice that is a uh, prevalence in larger local go- I'm sorry environment and beyond uh, in Nigeria we can recall that uh, we had that Maurice Lesso stopped the killings of twins in Nigeria yes she did but that act- that has now actually extended to a larger environment and the, and the neighboring communities around so the killing of twins and children born of uh, related parents it, uh, it's a core practice like I used to say it's a core practice in Laje here that uh, if anybody gave birth to twins the Laje native authorities then they regard to I mean they regarded them as um, abominable child that uh, they are forbidden not thought that they will kill those uh, children or the kids they still have to find their parents with some items that uh, they had to provide even with them on undergoing a current pain of killing their children. Wow, so that was that was in the olden days. Yes. Mm. So that was what was actually uh, I mean in evoke as at early uh, 1940, 30 down like that. And wow. that's why in Laje, that's why in Laje, like local government and the environment, you cannot see any that's why you cannot see any twins in Laje and environment that is older than a little community. I mean that uh, that was allowed to live before 1947. And I said that um, this man uh, by name uh, Okinla Motua, he was inspired by Holy Spirit that he should go and preach this gospel. Don't forget I said that there were churches in Elagerland. So he was going all about preaching this gospel that God said that they should come out of it. So as at that time, it was a talk of war that is to say the legislative authorities were not uh, in consonance. I mean, they are not happy with this preaching and this practice of the apostles. So they kept fighting them. 
they were fighting them. In fact, in matter, just trying to cut it short, the matter took them to court mm. as at that time. So that is the approach around far back to Lagos, uh, Saple, Wadi, and all that. Because the, the mission of the people in Ayeturu is not just a family. It was a movement. The church moved here. Not just the people. The, the church moved. Okay. You understand that now? So when they have gone around, to, I mean, preaching the gospel, they are they trying to gather more people to the food. So a lot of people are joining. Some did not join like that. Like Just like we have even in uh, a day to day, you know that some believe in Christians, they don't believe in Christians and all that. So the, the preaching of the gospel continues. Okay, so they are okay, Mr. Emmanuel, as a close because of time now, yes, we yes. talk about the, the enterprise, the business of, of the people, of I mean, the, the means of livelihood. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. That, that's why I'm going. That's why I'm okay. going now. Okay. So, in uh, 1947, they moved to Aito Committee precisely at that night. So, what they did was they had a call and they said that everybody that has come with Jerry's or properties that is reasonable that all of them should bring it together and they did and they sold it i think it was um, 10 pounds or 10 ceilings as at that time that they sold it so that money was what they used to build a little community so they invested the money in fishing i mean in acquiring fishing equipment and fishing years so they started going to the Atlantic Ocean to fish. As at that time, the Atlantic Ocean, the shoreline to where we have uh, Aeto coming, the buildings now, was so far, uh, it's around about 15, 20 kilometers away. Really? From, yes, from the building. So much so that as at that time, they have, I mean, started all their business activities, buying and selling. So all the, I mean, uh, what's it called? Produce of the sea that they brought, the, in terms of fish and prawn, so they sold it and they export it to uh, Germany and other countries. So that was they have a, a, a bilateral agreement or trade with the US and Germany and all that. So within ten years of existence, I told community have successfully built the committee to an international standard. So having gotten the fishing gear and having started building the committee, I mean the buildings now. Now the next thing that the picture was electricity, and that's why you can see after. I Badan. I think Badan in Lagos. I think community is the only community or ever environment where you can find electricity as at that time. That is early 50s. So they started precisely in 1953. Okay. They'll be using electricity. So that electricity has propelled Badan and Lagos. I think community in the then old western region. In the then old western region, I repeat. I think community is the only place where they use electricity. That is after Lagos and Ibadan. So wow. That means that means then the community the economy of that community competing with a, a lot of other economics in Nigeria. Yeah, not even in Nigeria, I think in West West Africa. Oh. Yes. So they have, I mean, conceived the idea of this electricity. So precisely 1953, they have started using electricity. So it was a, a white man, I think John Molabi, was the one that come to install the engine. I think he's from Germany, John Molabi. So then they have uh, these uh, small-scale industries where they miss, uh, make ice, where they produce shoes, and they export shoes to Aba. I told community started producing shoes before Aba. So in fact, they have a, a mini shop or store in Aba where they had to send, they have a delegate there that is, I mean, represented the committee there in Aba. So they have they have invested in transport. So they all the boat that is going from I mean all this waterways to Lagos, 
to Cameroon, to Gabon, Saple, Warren, and all that, even Blackout. So all were owned by the community. So they have um, a bakery, they have a sawmill, they have all of these things. So basically, they have invested in all this. So Ito becomes a tourist center for the world. People are coming, white men are coming. Even when we were growing up in the in the early 80s, we still met all this wow. and we can testify to it. Even the early 80s. Almost every week, every weekend, we have a white man they will come. They give us this small, small ball that they use in long tennis. So I can see witness, I can see say this one vividly, I can recall this. So, like I was saying, so it becomes, I mean, I mean, the pride of everybody that that is a community. They run uh, what's it called electricity day and night. They have intercom connected to every homes that they use. They have a central uh, bus at the powerhouse where all this intercom connected to all the homes is, is uh, being operated. Okay, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Emmanuel, Mr. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Just because when we move to the core issue, yeah, yeah. Can, can, you, can, you can you tell us? Can you tell us about the the educational system of and 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 also the what the population of Ayetoro community is like before we move to the to the core conversation of the the, 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 the question. Well, uh, we we have a uh, uh, apology to the founding fathers. Do you know that 99%, not even 99 all of them, the founding fathers, they were all sacked illiterate. Apology to them. You mean they did not yes. um, they, they have did, not they, don't, they didn't have um, they have not and they did not acquire basic education. All what they did was through the power of Holy Spirit. So even when they came, there was this mandate or inspiration of the Holy Spirit that said they should not send their children to school. Then? That this, this yes, this good heritage that they will come as destroyed, and that was what happened actually. So they did not send children to school as at early stage. So when it becomes imperative for them to have relationship with communities, there was this uh, uh, neighboring community we call it Diogba. So when Aetro community have a visitors or letter sent from the district officers and all that, even the wet men, so they had to go to Diogba and hire somebody to come and read the letters. So there was a particular incident in a white man came and he, he was actually, I mean, uh, talking to the Ito community and this same person was, I mean, uh, employed to interpret. So where the man put Ito community, the name of Ito, the person that interpreted, because he was from Indoba, he was, in, I mean, uh, representing with his own town, this is Indoba. So those people with the power of Holy Spirit to, to be sure that these people are very spiritually inclined. Those people, there was a particular man who rose up from the garden and said, guy, what you are telling us or what you are interpreting to us is not what the Uyibo man is saying. Mm. So from there, they took up that challenge. And then Dr. C or by Dr. C Akinwa, who happens to be the uh, third king, so he was the one that negotiated with the founding father that they should allow children to attend school. Um, so that's how they started. Wow. Can you tell us about the population, the um, an average of people living in Ayeto now? Presently, maybe, right? Maybe um, you can do it. Yes, maybe. Is it present, yes. presently? Yes, yeah. presently. At, at, at the last count, Ayeto community is about uh, two, 10 to 12,000. Uh, wow. 10 to 12,000. That, that's a lot. Okay, right now, moving forward um, to, to, to the core discussion of the day. Because All right. In the course of our conversation, then, when we yeah. started, you said the 
where the ocean, where the sea is to the community. Yes. Like 15 kilometers. Yeah, it's very far, very far. Very I far. think um, I will get you maybe after this conversation. I'll try and uh, search for it. Okay. Uh, there was this man, um, I think he's a German man. He wrote a book in respect of this. Just to let you know, I met yeah. the son, the son of that man. I met yes. him two days ago, and okay. and he told me, he told me his dad wrote a book. And after this episode, I'm going to invite him to another edition where he's yes, going sir. to talk about the works of his dad. I met him online. He actually told me that his dad wrote a book about the community. The man, the man's name is Julie. Um, yes. Ash. So yes. he messaged me online and he said his dad wrote a book about a little robot. But after now, I'm going to invite him. Then we have another discussion on that. Yes. But happy to, yes. to know that you can confirm that to me. Yes. Talking about the distance to the community, um, yes. then comparing it then and now, what can you say about that? It is quite unfortunate and uh, very, 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 very saddening and uh, most uh, great uh, disaster and disastrous of, uh, I mean, name it. I don't know what other adjective or name, <laughs> what that name is. This is so, so, so painful. If we compare, even me as, as young as I am, imagine me as young as I am. I think I, I finished my secondary school in, 90, uh, in 1998. Now, uh, our school, I mean, Happy City College, where I, I finished my SS is from. I think it was the, the building that is so close to the soil as at that time. Now, when we when we stand as at that time to the, I mean, the last building, I mean, happy to, to the shoreline. With the aid, you cannot identify anybody at the shoreline. That tells you how far the shoreline is to the buildings. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah. So, meaning that what we are seeing or we're expressing now, if we want to put, I mean, aggressive, I mean, power, or want to be, be, be aggressive like we want to be, then the entire world will condemn us into entirety, like we are not human. Because the dangers, the damage, the pain caused by this uh, ravaging sea sword and recurrent sea surge is so satanic. Satanic. That, that's that. So, okay. All spot at that we, we are having, I they were con- at the shore so much so that even bike and motorcyclists, uh, what's called, uh, what's called, uh, bicycle competitions were on, were going on at the shoreline. So meaning it is a, a very long and I mean distance to the building. about the, the current problem and we talk about the damages it has caused to the people the community and how it has affected the economies of the uh, of the community the damage the damage that the scene caution has caused to ito community is um, unquantifiable cannot be estimated even in one week because as day passes by the damage or damages continues in fact we sleep with one eye open and one eye closed so much so that everybody begin to ask a question, a rhetorical question. Where are we safe? Where are we safe? You see, the encroachment uh, started as a result of uh, this uh, oil exploration and exploitation 
that's going on in our offshore United Community where we have the multinational companies, oil companies in our offshore. So it has started uh, far back uh, 1980s, but it has been pronounced, very pronounced, and I mean, serious from uh, 2015. So it has been so, 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 so devastating. The, and the devastating effect has been so pronounced, so much so that people are groaning, the people are living in pain. The economic activities has paralyzed. The, I mean, health-wise, gone. Even economic, uh, education-wise, gone. Because the students can no longer access their schools. As I talk to you now, I was a product of a, a community primary school, which is the only public school in Aito Community. Community primary school, Ayeturo, was founded in 1955. So the community from the shoreline, sorry, the uh, school from the shoreline have shifted three times hmm. as the uh, water or the, the, uh, the sea is encroaching, they are shifting. I know what it is. And let me point this to this. The cost of building houses in Aito Community, it is three times higher than the cost of building houses in Upland. Hmm. You understand that now? So for somebody to build a house, remove it again, that is if the sea has not destroyed it, remove it and go and erect it in another place again, it becomes, it's, it's a serious, uh, I mean, pain hmm. and agony to the quest, I mean, the, the, the victim. Okay, Mr. So, Mr. Emmanuel, Mr. Emmanuel, yeah. can we talk about um, how has the rising sea level impacted the, the people of Aito with the fish? So has this affected how they fish and their, how they market their stuff? Greatly. Greatly, they they see a uh, uh, surge as it happens daily or regularly. Has actually affected the means of uh, fishing so much so that if you want to fish regularly, that's why if you look if you live in Aito now, don't be surprised. Like this uh, a popular saying, "Water here, water there, yet none to drink." If you live in Aito, we suffer fish. To eat fish becomes a problem. That is, that means we don't have access to fish anymore because. The sea incursion has actually affected the mode of fishing. Wow. People can no longer go into the Atlantic Ocean as they used to be. And if you want, if you want to be a successful fisherman, you cannot stay in a little community. You must, you have to move far away to other places where you don't have uh, this uh, serious uh, sea incursion. Okay, um, Mister. Huh? Can we, yes, can, can, we, can we talk about efforts by the community or the government in the past? Has there been, are there any efforts being made by community? Um, podcast will do will be to let people know maybe if they are, if actually um, had any interventions in the past, then to see possible ways in which they can support the community. So, um, are there any efforts by the community or maybe uh, by the government in, in the past? There was these activities of the community when they started we begin to notice this uh, sea rise or encroachment. So the community morphe the, from I mean the length across the length of Aito community just to stop the water flowing directly into the community, flowing directly into the community. That was uh, the effort of the community. So it pulled down anything before it. So the nature of our sea here is very angry. It's angry sea, we call it, I mean, we say angry sea, with uh, the power of the waves rolling and slamming, and as it is, it is destructive. That is to say, as the waves is coming, rolling and slamming, 
everything before it, he pull it down and uh, destroy it. So it becomes difficult for the community to curtail. You get it now. So on yeah. um, the part of the committee, the committee has cried out. We have seen it written, written series of letters, save our souls to the government. I mean, on no, on no times. Effort of the committee is to cry out. Since it's beyond the capacity of the committee, if it is something that the committee can do, imagine that till now, ITO committee has not been connected to national grid. Yet to run electricity in our committee. So that means our power can, can, can hold that. So if this caution is something that ITO committee can do on their own, they would do without, uh, I mean, inviting or even telling anybody. So, as it is now, or the level it is now, it is beyond item committee level. And that is why the committee has been trying in their own small way to reach out to the uh, government and uh, intervention agencies. And, and on the part of... Okay, but before you before you, 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 you move further, I, want, I yeah. wanted to ask, um, has there any, uh, at any point in time when the, maybe you've had any interventions that you can remember of? That is where I'm going. Okay, okay. Talking about government intervention, we have not actually seen physically the intervention of the government, though there has been moves and steps of the government. Now, sometimes 19 or 2003 or four or five derivat, there was uh, uh, a project or a contract that was at the NDDC, Niger Data Development Commission, one of the intervention agencies of uh, uh, taking care of the mandate areas where oil is exploited. So they instituted a contract. I think as at that time it was a 2.5 or 2.3 billion. So and the contractor, according to them, the contractor was mobilized and we don't see anything. As at that time, the contract was issued or was given to Garlet Nigeria Limited. So sometimes 2009, I think the contract was reawarded again to Dredging Atlantic. As I talk to you right now, I think uh, it, I mean, the same contractor again was mobilized. As I talk to you right now, what happened to the contract and the contractor is a story of the ghost. Okay, um, thank you so much for that, Mr. Emmanuel. What are your concerns for the future of Ayetoro, given the ongoing say in caution? My concern is that if uh, urgent intervention on the part of government and relevant agencies or donor did not, I mean, deem it fit to come and salvage or rescue a community, the community might might go into institution. We don't pray for such anyway. Like I said earlier, it is beyond the capacity of ITO community. If Ondo State government can say to the world that what is happening here is beyond them, that they are uh, reaching out to the World Bank and the federal government and all other relevant agencies to join hand with Ondo State government, then miss now that it is beyond, it's capital beyond ITO community. So my concern is that we are calling and begging to all relevant agencies and donors, philanthropists, to please salvage this land. It's a land with history and by extension, ITO community has actually helped both Nigeria and the West Africa. The largest fishing vessel was built here in ITO in 1966. Check Fishing International. It's there. ITO community during their 80s when 
we have a, a technical school has produced servicing engineers, captains and engineers that have served both Nigeria and the West Africa. So it's a committee with history that we must not let down. This is a time that the community actually needs something from the government. Over the years, for the past uh, 74 or 73 years back, the committee has not actually demanded something huge from the government, even if we knew that it is their responsibility. But we believe that we can do whatever we feel we can do on our own, that as a committee, through our, our, our communal effort, we go into it and we do it. And to the glory of God, God has been helping us. And we are believing together. We are, uh, I mean, um, having an uh, issue with the government. Though we ought to be having issues with, with them, but we did not have issue with them. Why is it that? Why? Why? It's because we believe that God that has called our founding fathers to this land will not let us down. So we hold on to that God and we pray to it to Him. All right. uh, um, yeah, thank you so much um, for that, Mr. Emmanuel. No doubt, the, the the root cause of this is climate change, and yeah. you cannot shy away from that. Yeah. Why this is rising is because the climate is changing. You have see water level rising, then see incursion happening as a result of that. So let me ask you, Mr. Emmanuel, is there a way the community come together to support one another, to support each, each other rather in this in this difficult time? So how are you, how are you coping? What are your coping strategies? Yeah, yes, yes, before I, I, I will go into the question, uh, you mentioned climate change. Of course, we believe and we know that we have a climate change and all that. But not just that, the effect of seeing caution and sea level rise that is happening currently now, it's all as a result of a climate change. Now, there is a handle of the uh, oil exploration, exploitation that is going on in our land. That is to that. Now, talking about the effort of the community to rescue and uh, help and assist others. Of course, in the history of the community, you learned and you read that the uh, community has actually practiced communism successfully. So though today, the communism is not in full army practice, but we practice community. That is to say, we assist ourselves. We still gather, I mean, we I mean, contribute money to, I mean, do certain or many projects within the community that we think that they can help us to a large extent. So, I mean, each time that this incursion comes and destroys people as so a lot of you that are around and the effort of the community the rescue and the help to bring out their belongings or their properties so much so that they will not destroy the i mean the sea i will not destroy them in totality so the community have been going around they'll be putting that measure to rescue the and um and that is that uh, uh, anybody that is, uh, I mean, have been displaced, the community at the same time make a way to relocate their being, that is to say, removing their remnant from that uh, point to another safe place uh, where we think uh, the buildings can be erected. So those are the efforts. Can we quickly have a call for help from you, from the relevant stakeholders, or maybe like a passing word from you? It might be okay. Concerning uh, my plea, I want to sincerely appeal to the federal government of Nigeria. I want to sincerely appeal to the state government. And by extension, I want to appeal again to all the intervention agencies, Niger Data Development Commission, 
Kondo State oil producing area committees. I want to add at this time again appeal to National Emergency Agency. I want to appeal to NIMASA. I want to appeal to uh, Federal Ministry of uh, Humanitarian and Disaster Management. All donors, philanthropists, and the ones I uh, cannot even mention. Please, I told community needs your help. The people need your help. The children can no longer go to school as normal students. Pregnant mother cannot access quality health care as they ought to. Even the aged ones, they are crying in their 80s, I mean age days. They are begging. As it is now, the community is hopeless and is powerless. And that is why we are calling. That is why we are begging. That they should please, those we have mentioned, even the ones we don't even remember to mention, to please come and salvage this land. They should not allow, please, they should not allow ITU committee to go into a station. We don't pray for such. Please, we are begging. We are ple pleading that all intervention agencies to please come to this are one of this is one of the basic needs of life that an average human being or average citizen is entitled to by the standard of the Federal Republic of Nigeria Constitution. Please, we are begging. I told committees begging. The entire citizens are begging. Everybody. Thank you. Mr. Emmanuel for that. Um, I really appreciate your time um, on this episode of Harmony Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I must confess and say that uh, I'm, I'm most grateful and the pleasure is mine. I think I have to extend uh, this beyond this platform. That means to say I had to pass up the Council of Elders meeting and tell them about uh, your effort uh, on this. So, uh, before then, uh, I think I have to thank you, especially on behalf of myself, that uh, well done, well done. God continue to bless you and strengthen you. Amen. And we thank look at uh, my further to hear more of you. Yes, yes. Um, thank you so much, Prince Emmanuel, for joining us. You're welcome. All right. So, thank you so much to all our listeners. We hope to bring you more exciting and we hope to update you too as to the current developments in Ayoto community on the state of Nigeria. Thank you.